Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Late Life Career Change podcast. I hope you're doing well. It is Wednesday the 17th of March 2021, St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, one and all. Uh, It's a a different episode today because you've heard me talking for a long time about stuff and I've brought along today my wife Sue. Hello Sue. Hello. (laughs) Uh, As a, I mean, sort of joint host but more special guest because uh, Sue in some ways started this whole thing off by being able to, uh, I don't know, it's not inact is it, it might be a clue, but to be able to start on her late life career change uh, before I could and uh, so she's got some good uh, experiences to share and I think where I'm pitching this is people who are kind of looking at making that move in later life, maybe they get an opportunity to finish their current job early, get some money and do that thing that they've always wanted to do, but more with a business foot in. Uh, so a new profession of some sorts. So Sue was able to, as I say, make that move. And uh, I, I guess, Sue, let, let's start by transporting back to 2018. But it was probably long before that because you had the desire to move. How did it all start? <laughs> Tell us your story. Well, so well, it probably started when I was six years old, although apparently I announced when I was about two to an aunt that I was going to be an actor, which I don't remember. But I do remember standing on stage, age six, wearing a turquoise nightdress, having played Clara in Clara and the Nutcracker, um, and lots of people clapping, and me thinking, oh, hello, I like this. And uh, it went on from there, really. So, I yeah, I always wanted a, to be an actor. Um, I always actually called myself an actor even when I wasn't doing it professionally because I felt that it was that's what I was it's how I defined myself Um, and acted for many years amateur you know all through school etc etc but never really I suppose had the confidence to go and do it full time it's a hard profession and uh, I won't go into all the reasons why I never did but I didn't but I did have a successful career in HR, um, learning and development, which was training, which is kind of acting, so presenting, standing up in front of people. Uh, So I sort of did that. And I always thought that one day um, when I'd given up, uh, you know, office life and corporate life, I would go into acting, but I didn't really know how or when or why that would happen. And then it was actually um, 2017, I Uh, well 2016 no it was 2016 so the end of 2016 somebody said to me oh you should try this class in improvisation so I did I went along for a one-day class um, with a company called Hoopla a little plug for them but they are brilliant and did some improvisation which I had done many many years previously um, in the days of you might remember whose line is it anyway and uh, so I, I had done a bit of improvisation but anyway so I did this class loved it and thought yeah this is it I'm signing up for it so um, signed up to do uh, to start in January 17 and I did the first class and it was absolutely terrific it was amazing and the next day my father died and that just began my journey really so he was ill we did know that he was going to pass away um but he died the day after I'd started so I never got to tell him that I'd started this course not that 
it was a big deal because it was just a, a beginner's course and it would be some fun, you know. But I carried on with that and did some more and I got some friends to come and see me in shows and things and really had great fun and a lot of people said you know you really should do this and I said well people have always said that to me but you know blah blah life gets in the way and my dad had a lot of regrets things that he wished he'd done yeah some things he obviously didn't regret but he did wish he'd done this and wish he'd done that we managed to fulfill in 2016 some of his wishes we went to see war of the worlds um uh, in the theater uh he got to see that and that was just an amazing experience it was great to take him there yeah to for him to experience that it was the dominion theater wasn't it phil and they were amazing Mm. the way they looked after him and because he was he was in a wheelchair and we just got uh great you know seats didn't we and really looked after and it was just incredible really and then we we managed to do a couple of other things a air show that he wanted to go to and um in eastbourne and again had had an amazing time but dad having those regrets he wanted to travel you know there were things he wished he'd done and I just thought yeah I'm I can't do this now and it, I think losing a parent obviously I know a lot of people will have done but for, it was my first loss of a parent and um brings home your own mortality particularly if you're of the age we are now that sort of middle age as they call it and so it made me really reassess what I wanted to do with my life yeah, and I think there's a big link there. I mean, unfortunately, my dad passed away two months after uh, Sue's dad passed away. But I think we both kind of had that thought about looking back. Um, how can we make our mark? You know, do, for me, it was I don't want to look back and think if only. Uh, I'd rather have that if only thought now <laughs> and do something about it. Uh, and and Sue and I don't really do things by halves. If we want to do it, we want to do it properly. So. So the the improv was the kind of initial... The catalyst. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, and I think, you know, that started it off. Then I started to believe, and I started to look into part-time drama courses and things. Um, and I found one. I found a 12-week course, um, which I did, and just to test it out, there was a showcase at the end of it, and uh, that went very well. I got nice feedback. I, I played my kind of... <laughs> I guess one of those characters I'm quite good at, which is the kind of middle-aged battle axe, you know, move over Hyacinth Bouquet. But, uh, you know, that was one of my stock-in-trade sort of characters. But anyway, it, it went well and I got nice feedback. And I actually, I did have a... Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, you see... Went into character, then. Yeah, I went into character. Now, I had some interest for some agents from the showcase, which was, was, was great, you know. And so I contacted a couple of them. There were a few hoops I had to sort of jump through before I could get signed but I actually joined with an with an agent which is is something known as a co-op agent and it's a group of actors who kind of look after themselves if you like and I wanted to learn about the business and I think so where I'm coming with this because I don't want you all to be about what I did and I did this then I did that is the first thing I did was learn about the business I was about to enter into so I sort of made the decision yeah I'm going to do this um, I, I kind of worked alongside my boss, you know, I knew that there was an option potentially to take redundancy, which would have obviously helped me out financially. But um, I decided, yeah, I, I was going to go for it. And we were in a position where we didn't have the financial burden of a mortgage, which was, was a very lucky place to be. 
So um, the learning for me was go into something and learn about the business you're in. So I was able to learn about being an agent. I was able to learn about how people get put forward for acting roles, who casts various things. So you see, when you see your favourite series on the TV, somebody has actually got lots of actors in obviously to audition for that and has found actors that are right for the role right for the show etc so I learned a lot about the industry and and to be honest it was going well I mean I I had a lot of sort of student films and unpaid stuff and just to sort of you know cut my teeth and learn how to sort of do things um and what it's like being on set because I'd only really done theatre so being in front of a camera is a completely different experience and one which I have worked hard to make the transition from theatre to film which and I've only really cracked that this year I think so I did a lot of uh, training uh, classes did a few jobs I did some lovely jobs um, and then 2019 was my most successful year really I did a virtual reality film uh, which aids dementia sufferers and that was based around the 1966 World Cup which was a fantastic project to be a part of then I did a commercial so so November 2019 I got my first kind of major commercial with a a company that is a household name I'm not going to mention it and unfortunately it was due to air in 2020 and because it was a sociable lots of people getting together ad it didn't air which was a real shame and also in 2020 I got my first kind of what I would say for me was a big break was I managed to get myself a role in um, a revival the first UK revival ever of Noel Coward's Peace in Our Time at the Union Theatre in London Bridge so the director Phil Wilmot kindly um, took a chance on me and gave me a role in that and um, it was an amazing experience fantastic sadly again cut short by four days uh, cut short after four days by the pandemic so yeah so uh, i mean that that was of course we're probably going to dedicate a whole uh, show to <laughs> what's what what you what we've done in the pandemic and how we've gone about it because i think it's worthy and it it also brings a, a kind of checkpoint as to where you go next i think but yes yeah, so that so one of the the dementia sufferers suffering uh, supporting video was on national news which is good we saw that sort of popped up only recently didn't it on itv so good to get that sort of um publicity i suppose but the thing which i've learned watching you work is just the amount of effort that goes in behind the scenes you know professional to some people and i've mentioned this before it's not just getting a paycheck for what you do there's a whole kind of mental state um research preparation networking i mean you're a big networker uh and that stood you in good stead i think because you know you even if it's just there's a face you know when you you know might even have an audi- audition and as someone that you've known before has turned up as well for the perhaps for the same part um but yeah it's it's those those bits that might seem uh almost innocuous but actually they're they're all building blocks yeah to where think, you go next yeah i think i'd like to what i'd like to say is a couple of things i will tell people the name of the um product for dementia sufferers and it is free to Uh, purchase or download for people who are carers for people with dementia um, is called the way back 
and it there are a couple of films that you can buy you just need to buy the um I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. I'd like so that you to know that people can refer um, to that. You can refer to that. Uh, there's a Queen's Jubilee film, and then there's the 1966 uh, World Cup. Um, so, what are we talking? About? Oh, yeah. So, what goes on behind the scenes? I've forgotten what I was going to well, say. Well, it's Phil. just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've remembered. I remembered. I remembered. Well, I mean, but there is so much. This is a no, thing, isn't it? There's so I much want, effort. What I want to say is because one of the things this is about keep remembering this is about life changing and career changing. So. Last year with the pandemic, obviously theatre was terribly hit and I'm in a very fortunate position that, you know, I, I, I live here and I've got no mortgage. You know, I've earned no money really for the last year. Um, but, um, you know, I had savings and I have a home and I'm very fortunate. But, you know, there are a lot of people out there who aren't. Um, and some people will have sadly had to have given it up. I do hope that they will come back into the profession. I really do. But my lockdown, I think what I did was I spent a lot of time in the last year. I feel like I've been to drama school. I have enrolled for class upon class. I managed to find some very reasonably priced classes, a really lovely online acting community, I have learnt so much and I have practised and practised my skills of being on camera um, and I think my acting has just improved hugely in the last year just because of all these classes and tuition and things and I've gone to workshops and I yes I network but not it, it's more a community and it's an actual much a smaller community than you might imagine in acting um, and so and there's a lot of us you know and we're not all rich and famous and that's not really why we do it either uh we do it because we love acting and um so i have spent the last year really mastering my craft so i think if if i was going to make a career change and if i was going to give anybody any advice not that i'm qualified to give anybody any advice is learn what you're going into learn everything you can about can about it and i will say there's one particular person that has inspired me um, and that is my husband who sat next to me because when I watched him learning so much about some of the things that he's done, I mean, obviously he's very talented and new things, but, you know, he'll be the first to say, you know, he researches things, he finds out what equipment he needs, he finds out what he needs to do and how to do something if he doesn't know how to do it. And um, I have done the same. And I think, you know, if you're going to make a change, find it out. Find what you love and do what you love, but find out how you can be even better at doing what you love. Mastery is important, I think. Well, thank you for that, darling. Most appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the, we've got so much opportunity now. We, you know, in, we're still in lockdown uh, for a period of weeks, uh, but you know, there's still a mindset you can adopt for during and after in terms of that research. You know, so much is online. Classes are now online. I mean, even events like trade shows are online and I've I've been to a couple and yeah, mixed in terms of you know it's never never going to be the same as going to a show floor but you know the resources are available you can still order the books off of famous bookshops and uh, and do your research there and it's good to put your head in a book sometimes I've I've enjoyed doing that these last few months um, but it, it is joining all of those dots together um, you know and I think if you're going to class yourself as a professional in your new thing then it kind of has to be as near to second nature as it can be um there'll always be nuances that you'd have to learn additionally and of course there's always the curveball come on 
you know, you can do anything and there's a curveball. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there's there's a lot of opportunity now. So I think one of the things there about um, that I have mentioned, I want to come back to my very beginning, you know, so when I started and I did the 12-week course and I had some interest from agents, this business that I'm in is all about relationships and I bet you anything you like, all the businesses you're going to will be about relationships. Whether you're trying to sell yourself, your services, a product you're making, it's got to be about relationships. People want to deal with nice people. People want to deal with people that make them feel nice about themselves and good about themselves and genuinely, not just, um, you know, it's got to be authentic. So, very early on I, I, in this long ramble, I mentioned that I'd been approached by some agents. And one of those particular agents, at the time, I wasn't eligible to join. So I won't sort of bore you with the detail. But um, but I, they made a good impression on me. I really liked them. I liked the website. I liked the way they talked about developing. They put on workshops. So I kept in touch with them. Um, you know, I went to one of their workshops up in London and I kind of, I kept in touch with them in my mind. Whether they remembered me, I didn't know. But something came up this year, an opportunity to go to another of their workshops. They throw them open for everyone. And I thought, yeah. So I said, oh, I'm not sure if you remember me, but... And she did remember me. And so I went along to the workshop, had a great time. They're, they're a well-respected agency. You know, they're good people and um, lovely people as well. And I said, well, actually, you know, I am kind of interested in perhaps maybe joining your agency if you'd be interested in me. And the upshot is I signed with them on Monday. So that was a relationship which first started in December 2018. And it's now January 2021. And I'm now with that agency. I would not have been ready to be with them then. I'm ready now. I've worked really hard on my craft. I've really put dedicated time. I've loved it. Do what you love. Don't force yourself to do something you don't really like. Um, but I've really worked hard on that. And that relationship kept going. And here is the fruition. Excellent. And and I think sometimes you probably don't necessarily classify relationships as relationships but in and certainly I can speak for a corporate and so can as well a corporate setup where you you do have networks and groups and you know maybe groups of of staff that get together and tackle a subject outside your day job but you, you're kind of forming these things all the time and of course social media is a bit like that but maybe a bit more random um so you know just just don't forget that you probably possessed all the skills to do relationship building, networking and, you know, general kind of uh, collaboration without perhaps even realising it and breaking it down. So, um, you know, you, you're, you're likely to be part way there or a good way there, certainly if you're in that sort of late life mode and looking to do something else. So I don't think it should be something you need to worry about. It's probably just something you need to target a bit more. So, um, yeah. So, so mastery, relationships do your research, do what you love. Those would be my takeaways, I think. That's great. And Sue, thanks for that. I mean, I we'll, we'll look to end here, but there will be others going forward. I want to kind of break down some of these into um, specific chunks. Like, like I mentioned earlier, we'll probably do something about just the pandemic and beyond, um, as well as just talking about my usual bits and pieces that I get up to. But, you know, there's there's a whole world out there we probably in 
a better time than ever with things like the modern technology and the you know the video call op- options times many to just talk to each other and learn stuff you know there there are and should be very few barriers say so i know somebody who um who's very into their kind of craft and woodworking and spends a lot of time on youtube great youtube is a resource to use to learn so you know these things are all around us it does take the application it does take the necessary drive and determination and i've seen you in you know deliver that in 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 abundance so Me? yeah in terms of you know just searching out going in deep in some of the um this group discussions and then picking out someone might put a link to a a session or a course and it might only be a one hour thing on a Saturday morning but it could have some good value so and I think a lot of these are quite in the acting world are quite reasonably priced aren't they it's not like you know yeah some of them are I think yeah because they realise that you know actors particularly at the moment don't have a lot of money but yeah no so yeah but it's giving up your time to do that but if you love something it's not giving up your time it's it feeds your soul which sounds terribly whatever you know Mm -hmm. but it's true it does so Thanks, Sue. I'll put your contact details and the link to the videos and the resources in the show notes so people can get in touch. And as I mentioned, usually on this uh, podcast show, uh, please, you know, feel free to get in touch. Have a chat with us. Talk more directly. Um, Always happy to have conversations and, you know, give you the benefit of experience. Uh, If it's a QA, and a whatever it might be, always happy to help. So thank you, Sue. Thank Appreciate you. that. Thanks, everyone. And uh, I'll sign off for this week's show. Mm-hmm.